0: Welcome to the Pleasure Seeker Podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Feldman, Sex and Pleasure Coach, and this podcast is here to remind you of your natural birthright as a pleasure seeker, so you can go create your most turned-on life. Mamas, if you're ready to stop riding in the backseat of your own life, listen up. Hello and welcome. Okay. This is the second of a three part series that I'm running just about how to become sexy, (laughs) how to feel sexy, how to imbibe your sexy with a little more ease and a little more pleasure. Um, so I previously spoke about, um, really there's three pleasure like pillars, right? To create this sexiness. And the first is your mindset. And that was what I spoke about last time. um, In the last, the first part, this is the second part. I'm going to talk about creating pleasure right now. And then the next, uh, the third part will be um, just really how you see yourself and like shifting your surroundings. So, and this is really kind of foundational to how all of this works together. They all dovetail. They all help support each other as like pillars to creating this vibe, changing your identity, becoming a pleasured woman. So, you know, that is like how you think about yourself, how you intentionally create your life. And that's so much more than like what your face looks like, what color your hair is, what the fabric of the clothes you purchase look like, right? It's like who you are as a being, as a human, as a woman. How does that become sexy? So it doesn't really matter what your hair looks like. It doesn't matter what lipstick you're wearing. It doesn't matter who is in the bed next to you even. It's, um, and they all do reflect that sexy, pleasured woman. So how do we get that? that kind of like being within us. So right now you may have a thought and I just want you to be like curious, kind of like onto yourself that pleasure happens in the future. You might replace pleasure with play, playtime, relaxation. Um, you've got to earn it. We've got to work now, work harder. Now, this actually just came up for me this week. Y'all, I'm still doing this work, okay? Because I noticed the way I was parenting that my daughter, she's in first grade and she's on Zoom, like it's all distance learning, right? And I was like, no, you cannot play until you finish the work. And my energy all around it was like, you gotta work, you gotta get it done, pressure. Like, "Mm, I don't wanna do this either, I'd rather be playing. And it became this like polarizing, when you finish your work, when, and this isn't even a bad thing. I just want you to notice if your brain goes down this rabbit hole and becomes this all or nothing thinking where I either am working and it's like intense and hard, or I'm playing and it's frivolous and like not a care, like no intention at all. And we want to find the nuance. So I was sitting there kind of like getting more and more frustrated that we weren't done yet. And I was just like gripping with my energy with getting her to do her work. And she was responding to that energy. And I noticed the words coming out of my mouth. That was probably the first indication. Sometimes I noticed the feeling. Sometimes I noticed the thought, but in that moment, I heard myself say like, you can't play until you finish your work. And I was like, Whoa, I heard that Lydia, where is that? Where did that thought come from and why are you repeating it? And where is that true in the rest of your life where you don't get to play until you've done the work, you've got to earn it. Does that come up for you when you're eating? You don't get to have this treat until you earn it until you, suffer enough through your healthy diet that then you earn the special treat and you pit pleasure against the suffering of the moment. And it becomes this all or nothing, anxious work, frustrated, focus, intense. And then you get to earn it out there in the future. The problem with this, there's several problems potentially here. One is that we are, push pleasure off as like something for the future that I'm not able to experience now. And that like, it, it, even when that thing happens, the thought like I haven't earned it, I have to earn it, makes the pleasure in the future, not even that pleasurable. Yeah, right? Like you go on vacation you're like, I have to earn it. And I can't even realize, it takes like the entire vacation of running around trying to relax. And then you're like, I can't relax, why? Um, I can't play with my kids because I need to be doing the dishes. So I can't even relax after the work is done. I can't enjoy myself. So this is not this super intuitive thing because we live in a world that is all about productivity, about being faster, about being more efficient, And it's almost like it's a guilty pleasure to have the sweet treat, to have the playtime, to have the scrolling time. And then we beat ourselves up for having this like guilty pleasure. So let's just say that isn't really working. Like we can have pleasure in our work. We can have ease sitting on a Zoom call with other first graders, helping your daughter fill out a worksheet. I can have ease doing that. I can have more ease when I sit down and play with my kids and have like Lego time. Right now I've got a lot of resistance thought, resistant thoughts to that. Um, I can have more ease and pleasure writing an email about, AKA ease and pleasure. That's what I write about. <laughs> I can just notice where I create the resistance to the work and I create the the pleasure and the resistance to pleasure even. So, okay. So here's what I propose. You don't have to wait. <laughs> it's like, seriously, people, I le- like watch these videos back and like re- watch my stories on IG back. And wh- I'm like, oh yeah, that was really good brain. You're still learning this, right? Because our human brain wants to complicate everything. Wait for the pleasure, get the instant hit right now, which might be just, you know, blowing it all off and making the goals seem like a big, heavy, scary, hard thing. You're just like, okay, brain, it doesn't have to be so complicated. I can actually create intentional pleasure by just like easing off the resistance to it right now, getting curious. So how do we create pleasure now? Like the golden question, how do we create a little more pleasure in our day-to-day life and not wait for the vacation, not wait to have the budget, not wait to have the hundred thousand dollars in the bank. And then you can feel luxurious. How do we, um, create pleasure in our body right fucking now, before you've lost the 10 pounds or the 20 pounds or the hundred pounds, how do you feel the sensation of your nipples right now? Right? Like right now in your shirt, like, oh yeah, there they are. There's pleasure in just that instant breath, that wrapping in. And in your your partnership, if you are with a partner, if you are with a man partner, a woman partner, like how do you find that pleasure now without them changing, without them having to be a different person? Because that right there is just exhausting and anti-pleasure like trying to make someone change so you can feel better. So there's a couple different approaches because ultimately this is a mindset, right? Creating pleasure right now. We want to uncover that because we put a lot of barriers on ourselves to get the work done, to earn the money, to... Save up for coaching even because that's like out there. I will feel better out there, outside of myself. It's not possible right now. So um, I've created this pleasure matrix. And I just, it, essentially it's a, a like a chart of like a rating system of how, what you already find pleasurable. And I did a podcast, I think it's number two <laughs> called the pleasure matrix. So you can go back and listen to that as well. But essentially it's like, where am I finding pleasure right now? How pleasurable is it? How hard is it? And how immediate is it? Like, Kind of like the intensity, like an orgasm might be a 10, but right now it might seem like a lot of work to get there. So we just want to find the easiest, most immediate pleasures first and being mindful of like what's, what's take a little bit more work, but feels really intense, like really amazingly pleasurable, like a mind-blowing orgasm. Maybe on a Tuesday afternoon, you don't like think that that's your first go-to, but taking a deep breath is pretty easy. Let's look at that right now. Shall we just like lean back? It's like an immediate reset. So creating pleasure now does not take work. Your brain is going to tell you, no, you haven't earned it. No, it takes too much time, it doesn't. So knowing these easy, quick pleasures that you already feel good at, that don't compromise you, that don't like pit you against yourself. Like I'm gonna go eat a pint of ice cream. Like really, is that pleasurable? Or is that like buffering, like your negative emotions away, like numbing you? So just be mindful, what does bring me pleasure? Can it be simple? Can it be quick, like brushing my hair, brushing my teeth, like just massaging my feet or putting lotion on my legs, these simple pleasures, essentially that's what that pleasure matrix is. And then you see where it's a little more complicated, where it takes a little more effort, but it rewards you tenfold, like working out consistently, like showing up for yourself consistently, maybe three times a week to take a yoga class, but the, it will reward you in like giving you a different experience in your body, but it takes a little more work and it takes a little more intention. And it's not a quick fix, like immediate. So we start with that kind of immediate building our skill of identifying as a pleasure seeker. And I will just say, let's just be really intentional with your self-touch because that's immediate it doesn't take work. It, it is pleasurable, but you have to like, be ready for the like intentional brain has to be ready for, it's not just like showering and kind of like efficient showering, but it's like, how can I slow that down and like massage my breasts in a way that just feels so much more indulgent, you know, like, how can I just indulge in that pleasure. It doesn't take time. And if we're talking like big picture, you're like, I'm circulating the lymph fluids and I'm like stimulating my breast. I'm activating my imagination. I'm allowing pleasure to be in my body for me just for this moment. And so um, building on that, like how can my movement be more sensual? Can my movement be more I think of it as like circular movement. Like I'm just doing these like rib circles. I just want you to like do these rib circles with me. Ah, oh, feels so good. <laughs> and I'm just like sitting in a chair, rotating my ribs forward, like an arch of my back, side bend, rounding my back. And then over here and, you know, circular feels feminine to me. That kind of like rounding curvy movement versus like straightforward Kind of a masculine movement, like go, go, go forward. And I think, how can I invite that feminine energy that's just like meandering, that feels soft and pleasurable? Um, pleasure right now. It happens immediately right now. And so, you know, I started taking this like a, a pole dancing class online. And that kind of movement, this like strip movement that's like all circular. It's like hip, uh, hip circles and belly dancing, like that kind of feminine movement that I don't think our bodies experience. And it feels so good. Like at your average movements don't necessarily include like these luscious hip circles. And it like helps me invite this erotic curiosity. Like what, what movement feels good in my body that feels pleasurable, right? now without having to lose weight or spend money on um, lingerie or getting my hair blown out or losing whatever. I guess I said that losing weight. Yeah. You know, like getting a six pack and perking up my boobs. We don't have to do all those things. It, it's possible that that, help, that is something that we want to invest in and do, but that pleasure right now enables all of those things to happen much easier. It, so it's like the playful mindset, the play, pleasure, curious mindset that helps you invite more of that. And a very simple, easy, easy, breezy place to start. Does that make sense, everyone? <laughs> Y'all being here. Like, how can I be more playful? Starts with just like notice, like noticing when I'm like resistant. Noticing when I'm like bunching up and being like, I got my panties in a twist about doing homework with my daughter, and I'm like, oh, that just doesn't work for me anymore. I'm on to myself that like that is not helping my life. It's not helping my goals. It's not helping my relationships, and ultimately, it just like builds up this like stressful gunk in my body that just also makes everything harder, <laughs> it's like indigestion. Um, So the last piece is like, you know, we've talked a little bit about how to feel more pleasurable with your time, your brain, like managing your time, being intentional with what you're doing um, doesn't take a lot of time. Um, Being intentional with how you move your body, breathing, stretching, orgasming, like that gentle curiosity with your body that's pleasurable right now without it having to change. And then I would say within your relationship, how can you be more like pleasure curious? Like, where are you like, oh, no, no, no. Too many, like, I need you to change. I need you to say this. I need you to see me in a different way and whatever. Like, can I be more curious about what turns me on about you? About all, at first you could say like about my like fantasy world. How can I get turned on in my imagination and in my personal self-touch? But when you think about your partner, what about that person helps you feel drawn in? Where are you blocking that pleasure right now? All he wants is sex or all she wants is, you know, if you're not straight, like how, how all she wants is like needy, 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 whatever. Like, how can I be more pleasured in that, like connection in my brain with that person first? So I used to think like, you know, when I did this work with Jeremy, before we even had conversations about what I wanted to do differently or change or show up differently in my sex life with him, it's like, I did the work first to be like, where am I not seeing him as like a sexual erotic polarity? See, in like parenting, we are equals, right? Like we are not always, it doesn't always feel like that, but it's like, we, I want us to show up equally, but in my sex life with him, I want to show up opposite to him. Like I want him to be hot and manly. And I want to be hot and sexy girl, like feminine, like the feminine, the masculine. I want that yin and the yang. I want that tug of war. I want that tension. So I want to see him differently. I got to train my brain to be like, where am I seeing him as like dad, daddy? I'm like, I don't want to see him like that when I'm Imagining him erotically. So, my pleasure right now comes from like I did this with my, you know, my phone. I just was like, let me find the hot pictures. And that's going to be his picture in my phone. When he calls me, it's like, ooh, that hot guy is calling me. <laughs> hot dead. And so, I'm like cultivating in my mind thoughts that help me feel pleasure right now for him. So, if you don't have like hot pictures of your partner in your phone, first of all, Get on that, and I have a picture of him. Um, I keep wanting to put it on social media, but I'm like, okay, maybe that's not exactly appropriate. But he's like smoking a joint, and um, he doesn't have a shirt on. This was like right before we moved at the beginning of the summer, and I was like, Ooh, there it is, there it is, and I took a picture, and I was like, oh, he's so hot, he's so good looking, and um, I just. Train my brain, train my attention to see that version of him. To so like weed out the other thoughts that are like, uh, distracting of what he's not doing right. Or what he's like dropping the ball on. And I'm like, no, he's a hot stud muffin. <laughs> Actually, that's not exactly the thought that I have, but in the moment, yeah, sure. Um, he's hot and I look for it. I train myself to be like, he was on the exercise bike yesterday or a couple of days ago, and he's like sweating. And um, good thing he doesn't listen to this, right? <laughs> he's like sweating and kind of grunting. And I was like, oh, he's like bent over. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to let that be pleasurable for me because I want that like sensation of seeing <laughs> and whatever. That might not be hot for you and your partner, but notice where you get to pleasure yourself with your partner before you're even with them. And obviously when you're with them, where's your brain, where's your mind? Are you experiencing in the moment body pleasure? And can you take a breath, feel the touch and notice where you are blocking and where you are leaning into the pleasure. Okay, Um, so what are your thoughts on this? I would love to know what is coming up for you and kind of where you may be just like blocking that. And um, yeah where you, if you want to take that pole dancing class sisters in motion i tell you they're based in san francisco they're so good so good all different shapes and sizes all different body types that get to like move yes um so definitely check out sisters in motion they're so fucking good um so anyway keep exploring. Okay. Because your pleasure right now. And okay. The last piece I'll just say is, you know, someone contacted me about wanting to do like wanting to know my rates and wanting to know kind of what it takes to work with me one-on-one. And I think this is another example where we push off what we want until we've earned it until we've saved until it like makes sense until we've put in the time. And I offered to her, like, what do you want? do you want more pleasure now? Is this just one more example of a thought that like comes in, I'm not ready for it. It's going to be too expensive. It's going to be too much. I can't sacrifice. This is like, I have to put it off. And the consultation is this amazing container where you get to have a conversation about what you want and where you're blocking it. And the money piece comes up and it, you know, you get to decide if the, if it, you know, you want to spend the money on it or not. But ultimately the the gold is that you get to say what you want out loud and you got, you get to hear your brain, give you all the excuses of why you haven't earned it. Why it's not, doesn't make sense. Why life isn't good enough right now. It's just like noticing all that brain bullshit, right. That blocks you from like enjoying a bath that blocks you from enjoying someone eating you out. It blocks you from enjoying a piece of bread, you know, that pleasure in your body that your brain is like, no, you haven't earned it. No, it's, it's a bad thing. Be guilty. So this is why booking a consultation is actually so on fire. It's so powerful, not because of me necessarily, not because of some magical thing that happens. Although I do kind of think they're magical, (laughs) but it's because you start being onto your own bullshit of where you prolong pleasure, where it's not something present right now. So um, let me know your thoughts. Come on, everyone. Yes, you are pleasure seekers. We are in this to be pleasured. Life is so much more fun this way. All right, my friends, I will be back with part three of this series, which is like really about shaping your surroundings and all the actions that you can take to create pleasure. It's a mindset, it's a feeling, and it's your actions. Okay. All right, everyone, I'll talk to you all soon. Bye. Hey, I'd love to hear from you and know what pleasure topics you want to hear more about. Also, you're invited to come join my free Facebook group and erotic book club, the Electric Ladies Lounge. If you're curious about one on one coaching, Book a consultation and see how pleasure coaching can transform your life.